Hey everybody, thanks for joining. This is episode three of Losing Dad and Saving Me. Um, these last two weeks have been kind of weird. They've been super weird. I've felt very happy, which I didn't think was possible. I've been bringing the kids outside. It hasn't helped that the weather's been nice. And it's just, it's been a little bit easier around the house, right? Um, My oldest, who's in school, wants to do her reading. She wants to do her homework. My youngest twins, who are my younger twins, who are a handful at times have just been wanting to go play downstairs with Meme or I've been bringing them outside because it's been so nice. So it's, it's been just a nice little change. And then my baby who is just always so easy is still so easy. So it's been simple, but, um, it was it was kind of odd, you know. I I spoke with my counselor earlier this week, and she said, "You know, how have you been doing?" and and it's so weird. In the last two weeks, I've done so much. <laughs> I went from grieving my dad all the time to not being able to sleep, or waking up in sweats, or waking up in nightmares. <laughs> And I said, oh my goodness, I've been doing so good. There's been no problems. I've been doing this, that, not with the kids. And and she was like, wow, good job, you know. And I said, oh, and last Sunday I went to the house and and I went through the entire house and she looked at me like I was crazy. And, and to me, it was at the right time. I I felt like I did it. I don't know when I'll be able to do it again. But I did it, um, and I brought home a blanket of my dad's just to kind of find a little bit of comfort in, and it was so funny. The first night I had it, I snuggled it up in my bed, and and I, and I held it as tight as I can, and I sniffed it as much as I could, and the next morning I woke up and I was like, I think I'm allergic to the dog. <laughs> like all of the small dog hairs were just embedded in my eyes and they hurt so bad. And then, you know, my sister and them came here on the weekend and we were talking and, and I said I had done all this stuff and and it was fine to them and it was okay. However, um, I I know that feeling of not not having been there yourself. And I hurt myself on Saturday, so I ended up going to the emergency department. So my sister was planning on going to see my dad or going, sorry, going to see going to the house where my dad passed. And she didn't get that chance because I kind of delayed the whole weekend with having gone to the hospital and whatnot. So it was kind of a weird feeling because I felt, again, 
like I had screwed up everyone's plans. You know, and 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 I've I've felt a lot at peace every morning if if I wake up super early with the kids, I see the moon or I see the sun starting to 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 rise and I say good morning dad or hey dad, how are you? And I've been I've just been feeling so much peace and I'm almost concerned that I'm hiding from <laughs> what's reality. I almost feel like I've embedded my brain to understand that my dad's still at home and he's not. And today what I realized was my mom had brought the kids downstairs to go and play and the baby was sleeping. And like many days, I laid in my bed and I tried to get some rest, especially with an injury, let alone just getting rest in general. And I laid down and and I was just about to fall asleep and my brain instantly went to, your dad's dead. (laughs) And I saw my dad hanging and I saw, like, it's just... It's a never-ending vicious cycle of not understanding why my dad did what he did. And just when I feel like I get to a point of feeling okay in my own skin, I remember that it's not that easy. And I remember that I miss my dad terribly. And I remember that, you know, a lot of us have struggles. My mom was talking about going back in June to the house to live. And and I sit here and I think, oh my goodness, what am I going to do without her? My mom has been living here since September and she's helped me take care of my children day in and day out. And I say, you know, my husband who works a full-time job and he works a lot of hours and me who's a stay-at-home mom, yeah, you're damn right. I used to be able to take care of my kids 100%. Now... Not so much because I get tired or I get aggravated easily because the trauma of my dad comes in at different times of the day, comes in at different moments of the day. And and I really, 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 really try to be super patient with my kids and manage the house the best that I can. But like any normal person, the dog is barking, the cat's hissing, the stove's going off, the baby's crying, the twins are losing their mind because they're tired or their tablet needs to be charged. The oldest one's getting off the bus. Like, 
there's a chaotic event of so many people that you just can't ignore. So, I find myself in a struggle that when all of that is coming into play, I don't know what to do. And when I do figure out what to do, and when I look back at the situation, I say, well, what? What would I have done if mom hadn't been here? Because mom, you know, helped settle number one and helped settle number three. So I only had to deal with two, four, dog, cat. Like, and I know then my counselor just keeps saying, you know, don't worry about the future. You're going to get it. You're okay. But I'm finding myself such in a uh, such in a pickle that I don't know what I'm gonna do when my mom's not here, and I know that she's here now, and that I should appreciate it and welcome it and enjoy it because I have a lot of help, and I know that I can do it on my own. I've done it on my own before mom came in came into our house in September. I did it on my own every day with four kids. I got it, you know, I got it. But it's just trying to think about adjusting to this normal life. And one of the counselors mentioned, you know, like, well, your mom's going to have trauma. Your mom's going to have issues to deal with at the house. And your mom's going to have a new life to adjust to. And, and I keep saying to her, I said, why do you want to be here? It's so loud. It's so, there's so much going on all the time. And she goes, yeah, you're right. It is loud. It is a lot. But what am I going to do when it's quiet? You know? And it's just, I feel like never-ending cycle of this and you know I think about a lot of people who have lost their parents lately and I saw a friend of mine online who had said you know like she had lost her dad this week and and she had said, you know, it was two weeks coming and, and I should have known, but it just is hitting me hard. Get it. I totally get it. And, and I just wish that I would have had two weeks with my dad, you know? Suicide is such a difficult thing to understand. And just when I think I can get some part of it, I remember that I can't go shopping without seeing an electrical cord in an aisle. You know, my dad was, my dad was my best friend. I miss him. And I haven't cried about my dad in weeks, so this is super weird. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just, 
I want to create this platform that creates some sort of awareness to know that people are not alone. If I can save one life by creating this podcast, man, I've done my job. But I will end this here and hopefully have a better note, a better conversation next time. You know when I meant to do this earlier in the week when I just was on a high of two weeks of having such great memories. and But I will end this here and uh, hopefully next week or next time I lock on, this will be much more positive, but it is the process of grief and it is the journey that I will have to follow. So for now, thank you guys so much. And this is episode three of losing dad, saving me. Thank you so, so, so much. I will talk to you guys soon.